Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Met Podcast, episode number 38. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about stress tolerance, how to handle it, how to improve your stress tolerance, and how to be more successful in your life, your business, and your career. Many people in all different industries, different age groups, different backgrounds are not successful, not because of their capabilities, not because of their God-given talents, maybe not even because of their work ethic but because they cannot handle stress. For whatever reason, society has now taught us that it's okay to be anxious all the time. It's okay to be depressed all the time. It's okay to justify why you're not successful. Now, this is a controversial statement for me to say something like that. I'm not supposed to. But this is the thing. Whatever you believe is true. Whatever you believe is true is true because you are teaching your brain how to think, how to feel, and how to operate like a computer system every single day. So if you choose to believe and justify why you aren't successful, and if you decide to blame outside resources for your inability to succeed, then you're right. If you choose to take accountability, look at your actions, look at your decisions, and look at the way that we individually and as a team, and as whatever, have handled certain situations, then we also have the ability to change our circumstances and therefore get different results. Your market value, meaning how much you are worth in an economy, and the value that you receive, meaning that the income that you make, is a direct result on your ability to handle problems swiftly. You cannot be successful financially if you do not know how to handle stress. You don't know how to handle challenges. You don't know how, you don't, if you don't know how to handle people talking bad about you. You don't know how to handle good times, bad times, bad people, bad issues, things and problems and issues that will occur are inevitable if you are a growing person. To the average person, This is one of the most uncomfortable things that you can see. I've seen this in my life as far as any time, for example, the company, Mick Group, has really pushed the envelope to scale and grow. At first, everyone seems excited. It's like this brand new ride at an amusement park that everybody's getting on and they can't wait to try it out. The problem is, is everybody loves sausage until they find out how it's made. And what happens is growing and changing and evolving is very uncomfortable for the average man. And people want or think that they want what comes with things that are on the other side of stress and difficulty until they actually have to go through it. And they'll find things and they'll justify things on why that wasn't this or this or that and the other. And they'll find something for their ego to be comforted by it. Only the only issue was they weren't willing to actually go through that stress tolerance to reach the other side of success. This happens in every single industry. It happens in sports. It happens in business. It happens in your relationships. It happens in your family. And it never stops. And this is what's so interesting. That if you can't handle problems, you can't handle crises, you can't handle these difficulties, You do not only not deserve what comes in life that you want, but you'll never actually be able to handle it. 
Many times the best leaders and many times the most successful, you truly don't know how good they are until they aren't there anymore. And the reason why is this. They're so good at solving problems. They're so good at anticipating the things that are going to happen next that you just live this perfect, great life and you don't realize how good they are until another leader gets in that same role and it's disastrous. And it's because maybe that person cannot handle the problems like that other person can. You can't skip your way to success. So what happens is many times, you know, I was talking to a chief revenue officer of a really large multi-billion dollar company in the past couple of weeks. And we're having dinner, a couple couple guys, and we were talking about how much we've learned from sales. But I was telling him, I said, you know, I've learned so much from sales, but I've learned even more from hiring people. He's like, really, why? And I said, well, when you really look at sales, you understand people's psychology, you understand their desires, you understand their needs, you understand certain things that trigger them to make decisions. But at the end of the day, that person still kind of has a mask on. You don't fully really know who they are yet because that transaction may be an hour, a day, even if it's a week or a few months, do you really truly know that person? Now, it depends obviously on the sell, but I said, you know what? When you hire someone, it is one of the most interesting psychological experiences because one it is so difficult to figure out who you're truly hiring, how you're working with someone, what are they actually going to be like, what are they capable of, what do they want. And here's what's even crazier. Just when you think you have them figured out, what they want changes because their life is changing and that's okay. And so you'll see this where the best and most successful people that you recruit in business or the most successful people that come into your life as a friend, as a mentor, as someone that you work with, are people who focus and commit to something and they go all in. The most common example of average people is when you look at their resume or you look at their career and they start off in insurance. Two years, boom, they're in car sales. Next, they're in roofing. Next, they're in this. Next, they're in this. Next, they're in this. And they've been in 10 industries in 15 years. And they have an incredible story about why they went to this and why they went to that, why they went to that, why they went to that, why they went to that. And they all sound great. But what actually probably happened is that they could not handle the stress They could not handle the opposition. They couldn't actually truly handle the challenges that are associated with being being masterful and incredible and the highest level of performance at what you do. It takes years and years and years and years to truly master something. And you have to go through loss, betrayal, opposition. You have to go through all of these things because if you don't know how to go through it, not only you can't steer the ship properly, can't direct your family properly, you can't direct your own finances properly, but you won't have a thick enough skin to be able to handle the opposition and the obstacles that come with being a high performer. If we look at the NBA, does a bench player or does LeBron have more stress? Who talks 
in, let's say, on social media or on the news, who talks bad more about people? Is it, or who talks more about, about, about a player? Does LeBron get talked more about? Or does some bench player, some rookie get talked more about? LeBron. So many people want what LeBron has, but if they actually had to go what he, what he goes through and what he deals with every single day, they may not want that because it looks shiny on the outside, but can you actually handle what happens? Now, the way to improve stress tolerance, while I wish that there was a hack, is what I would tell you is this. One, understand what you're getting yourself into. When you're in a new career, when you're starting a new job, when you get promoted, when you get into a new industry, when something is changing, you have to expect, not in a negative way, but in a really practical and upfront way that there will be obstacles, that it is going to be uncomfortable. Because if it isn't uncomfortable, you likely are playing either one, playing a game that's too small, two, you're not pushing hard enough, or three, you really just aren't trying like you should. You want to have a constant little lingering sense of uncomfort. And that's a sign that you're being developed, groomed, and you're growing as a person. And you have to learn to push and go through those different things. Now, you can't skip it. Each time you face immense pressure and obstacles, push through it. Don't look for new jobs. Don't try to change industries. Actually solve your problems and do so without asking advice from people who aren't winning. What happens is each time you level up and go past these challenges, the level and output of performance that you're going to be capable of and your ability to handle certain problems will increase drastically. I always say as each year I want to look back at the previous year of my life and be embarrassed by what I was doing and the way that I was thinking then. It's so interesting because constantly pushing myself, one thing I've noticed, and I've told this to our, our managers at, at my company and people I've worked with and people in operations and different things, is you want to look at your life every three to six months and look back on problems that used to stress you out and keep you up at night and they need to become jokes. And when you do that, that is a sign that you have raised your ability to handle stress, you've raised your ability to handle crisis, and you've raised your ability to be able to make decisions and stay poised and stay focused through crisis. It is a sign that you're developing. And if you go and seek comfort every time something goes wrong, be careful wishing for anything else more in life because you aren't going to be able to handle it. And this is the truth. And this is why I always want to be upfront and candid with you guys is everyone that's listening is capable of great things. Everyone that is listening is capable of doing incredible things in life. But you can't do that if you don't push past fear and obstacles because they're necessary things that you need to be groomed, to be polished, and to be able to help you push to the next level. Back in 2019, I was playing junior college football, finishing up my junior college football career in Brooklyn, New York. And I decided that, you know, I was 22 at the time and it was time for me to focus on work, business. 
And I always had a knack for business. And somehow I convinced myself that I had connections if I went to University of Houston because I was from Houston originally. I had no connections. I just told myself this because it sounded cool. And I was super, I didn't have any money. I was really broke. I was in a tough situation. And I knew I could probably sleep on my mom's couch for six months to a year, which is a blessing to figure everything out. The problem is, is when I got back to Houston, I had this sales job lined up. Come to find out the week I get back, I find out that they completely shut down their Houston office because it went out of business due to um, the effects of Hurricane Harvey that previous year. And so many different issues had happened. And so there I come back and I'm like, okay, wait, now I don't have a job. And I remember when I got back, I was Ubering literally as an Uber driver because I was like, I got to make money. And Uber had, I'm sure they still have it, but if you're a driver, it has like instant transfers where it literally just transfers right to your bank account. It was pretty cool. And I was able to make money instantly. And while I do that, I was applying for jobs that entire time. But I showed up to orientation at University of Houston Business School. And the person that was my counselor, um, who was talking to people with certain last names, you know, they talked to like a group of 30 people or whatever the case may be in orientation. Right, right when I walked in, she said, what's your name? And I, I said, Grant Middleiner. She goes, I need to talk to you. Little did I know, I had just walked into a university where I was supposed to be a senior, but none of my credits have transferred because I, was, went, I had gone to two different out-of-state schools. So in a two and a half week span, I had this beautiful plan. I was going to work at this cell job. I was going to be at U of H, I was gonna graduate in a year, then I was gonna do this and this. I had this beautiful crafted plan. All of a sudden, within two weeks, I realized I had no job in my in my opportunity fell through. I was supposed to be a senior at college or university, and now I'm a freshman. I'm sleeping on my mom's couch and I have less than two hundred dollars to my name. All of this had happened in just a short span. Now Did I have a right or is it justifiable for me to be upset, depressed, and anxious? Absolutely. All of my other friends are posting these photo shoots of them throwing up their, I don't even know what it's called, the graduation cap, posting that they just got this new job, they just got this new internship, they're either going into their last year, they're graduating. I had a girlfriend at the time that was convinced I was the the dumbest person in the world because she was two years younger and somehow was about to already graduate school. And so I'm sitting here looking at my life like, what is happening? And this is what's so important with stress tolerance. Even at that time, I had a strong ability to handle stress because of things I've dealt with through my family, through my life, through school, and through sports. I had been through a lot of things. So while this was a really bad experience and while this was not good, one thing I knew instinctively, and I don't think I could have put a name on it back then, is contamination comes with not moving. Waters get murky and and, and contaminated when they don't move. When things sit out and don't move, bad things happen. I don't care who you are. If you sit in a dark room all day long, you're probably going to get depressed you're probably not going to be able to be as confident and outspoken. You're probably going to feel a lot worse than you would if you were out, you're getting sun, you're communicating with people, and you're attacking life to the fullest. Speed comes with momentum 
and opportunities. When you look back at my life in 2019 and 2020, while there was immense problems that I did not anticipate, I went fast. I did not even give myself one day to feel sorry for myself. I never cried. I never sat at home and stressed. Every single day I attacked and was on the offensive. And what happens when you do that is the world starts reacting to you. So what I would do is I would wake up at about seven, eight in the morning and I would Uber all day long. And I had a goal to make a certain amount of money each day. I don't know, it was like 200 bucks or something. I don't know, I can't remember it a while ago, but two, 300 bucks, depending on the day. Then in between my stops of picking up people, I would apply for jobs because I needed income. And I didn't know what I was going to do with U of H. They said I could appeal my credit. So I was like, all right, how about I just go to school this semester? And if it doesn't work out, I'll drop out. But I need to start making money. I need to make six figures. And so as I was applying for jobs, I started getting opportunities. I started getting interviews. Now, this is not necessarily a blueprint for everyone else, but I could have figured it out in a million different ways. But the reason why things started to happen, next thing you know, boom, I get a sales job. Then I get promoted. Then this happens. Then do this. And I start saving. Then I start doing this. All these things good started happening in my life because I utilize speed and focus. I never gave myself the opportunity to feel sorry for myself. I attacked every single day. Did I feel upset about what was going on? Yes. Did I feel maybe even a little sad that I'm 22, I had all these goals, and now I'm in this rough place. Of course. But I pushed past the stress that I was facing. Therefore, because of my daily focus and action, I created success. Every single thing that you want in life is on the other side of fear and the other side of a problem. Problems are opportunities. There's a saying, Never waste a crisis. In life, there will be crises that happen. It's how you handle and how you respond that will help you rise in life and become successful at whatever you do. But you have to be able to handle stress. If you have people in your life, even if it's your family, that's telling you that it's okay that this happened, that's not your fault, it was the boss, or it's just because the industry you're in, or it's the economy, or you're young, you have time, You're getting the wrong advice. Winners each day walk around with focus and intensity and they handle life problems like a boss and they commit and go all out every single day. I heard a quote from Kobe Bryant's mental coach and he said, soon enough, the interested will watch the obsessed change the world. Soon enough, the interested The people who are interested at winning an NBA championship will watch the people who are obsessed with winning an NBA championship win. Are you interested in being better? Are you interested at being more successful? Or are you obsessed with being better? If you're obsessed, you'll do anything possible to become successful. If you're obsessed, you'll get help from everyone that you can. You'll do anything possible, but you will find a way because you're obsessed, not because you're interested. So what I want you guys to do 
is during this week, maybe it's today, maybe it's tomorrow, whatever the case may be, whenever you're listening to this podcast, I want you to create a plan of attack on how do you speed up your life? How do you speed up the actions and your focus and your intensity that you're attacking and sending every single day? If you're in sales and you make 100 calls, how do you double that? If you're in marketing and you help five people, how can you help 10? I want you to think, how can I push the limits? And each time you face problems, instead of retreating back or seeking comfort, I want you to attack those problems head on and practice solving little or big problems, just continuously solving problems every single day. And then I want you to look back six months from now and go, man, Remember when I used to stress over this tiny little thing? It's like a joke to me now. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hope you guys have an incredible week. As always, thanks for the love and support. For more content, you guys can always check me out on um, social media, on Instagram, on TikTok, and YouTube at Grant Mitt. And as always, I, I try to check my DMs as much as possible for anybody that has questions, needs help. Um, I get a lot, but I try to reply as much as possible. But you guys can always hit me up on there for suggestions and other topics that you guys want me to cover. But other than that, as always, thank you guys for the support. Please subscribe and leave a review if you can. And I hope you guys have an incredible week. Thanks, guys.